Be inspired by the best sales professionals, sales leaders, and coaches in the world of B2B sales. From IT services, medical devices, through to coaching and consulting companies, these principles will help you accelerate your sales performance and growth. Using models from the best-selling book, Inspire, Influence, Sell, and award-winning programs from Focus for Growth, you'll have the inside track on the psychology, skills, and systems used by the world's best sales teams. We'll hear from some of the best sales leaders from some of the fastest-growing businesses in the world. They don't achieve record-breaking growth by chance. They have a proven sales and leadership approach and a laser focus on growth. You can hear exactly how they do it, one conversation at a time. This is the Inspire Sales Podcast, and I'm your host, Justin Lee. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Inspire Sales Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how you become a much better sales leader. And the reason this is so important is because when I first started my career as a sales leader, I wasn't very good. I was far too directive. I had far too many ideas of my own that I projected onto my teams highly driven, focused on performance, really directive. Some of your teams will appreciate that. Some members of your team will appreciate it, but more of them will resent it, reject it, and start to show defensiveness. And what that means is you've just made your job an awful lot tougher. And I want to share some experience today that hopefully is going to be useful for you if you're a sales leader and you're looking to get higher engagement from your teams. First thing I want to talk about are some foundational principles, foundational principles of coaching. And in particular, moving from being overly directive to becoming a coaching leader, someone who coaches their team by default and doesn't doesn't automatically go to directing and telling and, and trying to cajole people into doing something their way. First of all, that that takes recognition that we're all different, that everybody wants to deliver at the highest level, and that our jobs as leaders is to help people unlock their engagement and motivation and then start to give them some direction. And I, my own experience of this is to have tried the first time as a sales manager and failed and then had to step back into a key account manager's role and then retrain myself or get some training as a coach and coaching skills training and some leadership development before I could then step back into sales leadership and sales management. So if you're if you're having a challenge as a sales leader or you've had challenges as a sales leader and you kind of think you'd like some advice, today's episode I hope is going to be useful for you. The book that I just recently published this year called Coaching Leaders, uh, I would say this book is great because I wrote it, but genuinely it's full of so many practical hints and tips about how you can transform yourself from overly micromanaging or directive to becoming a coaching leader. But let's talk about some of the principles. And these are actually from the book. So some foundational principles about engaging people and the responsibilities, as I call them, of leadership. And the first thing is about creating a safe environment for your teams, and in particular, psychological safety. In sales, sales is a, it's a, very often it's about mindset. It's about creating confidence in people. And if people don't feel as if they can express their ideas, ask questions, and be able to give you feedback as a sales leader, if if they have any form of anxiety or reluctance about that, you're going to create a, a gap in the relationship with the person that you're managing. So you have to create psychological safety first. That means for yourself as well, being vulnerable, 
admitting when you make mistakes, sharing the, when you're perhaps not uh, entirely confident or or 100% on it. You, you, being open to that, having those conversations with your team creates this psychological safety. And making sure that when your teams do come to you with information or ideas or questions that you that you're not dismissive that you take everything into consideration that you're always respectful and always showing empathy that creates psychological safety and it's so important because the way the mind works is if people don't feel that safety to to express their ideas give their opinions then actually they'll start to shut down and they'll just resist they'll just resist and they'll they'll prevent themselves from performing at the highest level possible first first foundation the second is about building trust, building a relationship with your team that's found that's founded on trust. You know, they trust you, you trust them. And there are lots of things you can do to establish trust. We talked about this in a previous episode of the Inspire Sales podcast when we were looking specifically at how to build relationships with, with customers and foundations of trust. So you can go back and listen to that episode. But know what it takes to build trust with your team, to get to know them personally, start to understand their motivators, understand what they're looking for from you as a manager, from the role. And, and all of that personal interaction builds and strengthens your relationships and trust. And then third, start to think about how do you help your teams become clear about what's expected of them and how they meet their goals? Performance is so important, helping people to understand what does high performance look like and having that conversation, taking the time to have the conversation, document the goals, work with them to then start to adjust and amend their activities based on the agreement that you have around what clear expectations and, and delivery of goals looks like. And then once people are clear, the fourth thing is then about energy, energy, motivation and engagement. How do you energize, motivate and engage your teams? And having individual conversations about that with them, talk about the importance of energy. You know, we talk about energy in sales conversations and making sure that you project the right positivity to customers. It's the same in leadership. You have to have that positive energy with your teams so that they can transmit it to their customers. We, we can ignite and fuel the energy in our teams as well as kind of that then transcends into conversations with their customers. Really important that we are role models for that with our team. And then fifth is about growth and development. The best organizations on the planet, the people in those organizations just keep getting better and better. They just develop and grow their skills and capability. And our job as a leader is to help our teams to prioritize getting better having a development plan, having a growth-based conversation with them on a regular basis about how they improve their skills. And I had a great question recently from a client of mine who said, what do you do when you've got someone who's performing well and says, well, I don't need to grow and develop. I'm already where I am. It's a great question. The, the first is to, to use a coaching style. So rather than push them to be asking them questions. And the second then is to start to think about what does best in class? What does the world's best look like? And start to have that conversation where if somebody thinks they're performing at the highest level possible, okay, well, what does world class look like? And if you were able to find the edges to become even better and start to strive towards world class, what would that look like? Because there aren't many people in sales roles or in roles in organizations that are operating at the world's best level. So all of a sudden, we need to start to set new heights for people, and that could be really useful. And so we get these fundamentals in place. We get these responsibilities of leadership in place. People feel safe in our company. We have trust uh, in the relationship. We've established trust. We have helped them to find clarity over expectations and reaching goals and performance. 
we are having conversations regularly about energy, motivation, engagement, purpose and, and meaning in their work. And then fifth, we're helping them to grow, develop and continually strengthen performance. All of a sudden, you've got a, a five layers there that really start to help you as a sales leader take your team's engagement and performance to the next level. And then practically, one of the tools we use is a sales field visit planner tool. And it's based around the Inspire sales model. So it really helps teams to start to focus in on tactical, actionable improvements in their day-to-day -day sales performance. And I use this, there's a model in our business called the coach model, which is about how we take a coaching approach to sales management and business management. And each of those letters in the word coach are a stage in the process and it's a mnemonic. So the C is contracting, agreeing how you'll work together and having a contract in place between you and, and that person. Not necessarily a formal contract, but a verbal contract between you and them. The O is objectives and goals, which we've just talked about, but we have some tools to help you set clear objectives and goals. And then the A is action and observation. So it's about allowing your team to do their best work and for you to be the observer, to be a passenger at times when they are performing in front of customers. Because from that position, once you start to observe your team in action, then you can notice things that are appropriate for you to coach them on to help them change and the, so the fourth step is the other second c is coach for change and our final model or sorry our final step of the model is then the h which is heroes in the making it's about seeing a bigger picture for your team helping them to see something greater in themselves that they can't often see for themselves and that's something that i'm sure you've had experience of it i've had experience of it in the past where somebody a line manager a leader in your organization sees something in you that you can't see in yourself and then they work with you to challenge you to start to unlock higher levels of performance and potential and that is where the magic happens and so we start to think about that model that coach model as a way to really inspire and coach people but practically one of the things you can do that's really effective is just start to join up your sales field visits and so this is our action and coach for change stage of our model. The first piece around action is letting your team do the work with customers. When you go for field visits with them, when you're in business meetings, when you're in situations where your team are taking responsibility, let them do the work. Resist the urge to jump in, take over or provide advice. Sometimes you might have to have an agreement with them in advance to say, this is how we're going to manage this meeting or this is how this situation is going to map out. I'm letting you run this and I'm going to you know, I'll be there to support you. If you need my help and support, invite me in to the conversations. But otherwise, I'm going to let this be your conversation with the customer or, or with key stakeholders. And that really, that setting that grounding, that setting the ground rules is really, really useful for you, useful for your team. Then you know where each other stands. But before those meetings, also start to talk about pre-call objectives or pre-meeting objectives. What are the things we're trying to achieve? What, what, how are we going to structure the meeting? What things are we going to say to the customer that get them to, to think differently about our current situation and us as a partner? What questions are we, going to be, are we going to ask them about the needs they have and the objectives they're trying to meet? What potential solution might we start to talk to them about? What do we think is most relevant for them based on some research we might have done beforehand? And then what, what action do we want the customer to take? What do we want them to do after our meeting so that we can start to think in a structured way about what we're trying to achieve in that meeting? 
And once you've agreed that in advance, then after the conversation, after the meeting, you can really effectively do some post-call coaching. So then you can literally go back through those questions. You know, how do we perform against those objectives that we set? How did that initial statement and the disruption of the customer's thinking, how well did that go? What questions did we ask and what answers did we find out about the customer and what they're trying to achieve? How well did they receive our proposal or our solution? You know, how well did that match those needs? And what action did they actually take versus the action that we were looking for them to take? And, and overall, you know, what did we learn from the meeting and what will we look to change? And all of a sudden you have a really easy, clear structure around how to manage those coaching conversations with your teams before and after meetings. And we have a template. If you'd like the template, contact me and I'll happily share that field visit uh, objectives template with you. But it's a really nice way to start to manage yourself and your coaching relationship with your teams. It's a really great investment in, in them. And you will find this starts to really improve their performance because what you do at the end of that cycle once you've had a day with the team or you've you've completed a, a couple of meetings key meetings on a day then at the end you just ask them to reflect on the top two or three things they want to focus on as a result of that day together and from there that becomes the objectives for the next time you're with them so they're working on that between when you're with them this time and when you're going to be with them next time and you start to join up the cycle of development where you're team gets clear on the areas they're focusing to improve you're working with them to coach them to make those improvements and then each time you just keep starting to refine them and find those edges where you're sharpening performance and your team are sharpening performance i hope you find this useful we've got we've got some fundamentals here around what we need to do to establish better relationships we've got a model for coaching and then we've got a really nice tool that helps you to think about the specific approach you take with your teams to help them improve sales effectiveness and for you help you become a better coach in those conversations with your teams so love to hear your thoughts on this what are you doing what what is it that you found is useful if you'd like a copy of this tool just contact me directly just drop me a, a note either on linkedin or on email my all my contact details yes and i'd love to hear your thoughts on how you could implement this uh, alongside the work that you're doing with your teams to really elevate that sales performance. And of course, we do lots of work with clients around this specific area. So we do sales training for teams where we really teach teams to go back to some of those fundamentals of sales effectiveness. We think about mindset, we think about sales process, we think about consistency and developing the right skills for sales. And that's, that they can be transformational for businesses. We do the same for sales leaders, thinking about how do I start to make this transition towards coaching so that I'm much more team-driven, team people-led, and, and coaching-led so that you start to create independence and responsibility in your teams for, the, for those results and performance, rather than it feeling as if this, you as a sales leader or sales manager have always got to pick up that responsibility for delivering those results. So uh, love to hear from you. Please feel free to get in touch. I hope you found this episode useful and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Inspire Sales Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Genuine thanks for listening to the Inspire Sales Podcast. We hope you enjoy learning some of the most cutting edge sales techniques and getting close to some of the greatest sales leaders in the world now and in the future. If you'd like to explore further, please feel free to visit our website, focusforgrowth.co.uk. 
www.sales-accelerator.co.uk. And if you'd like to take our Sales Acceleration Scorecard and discover your sales and influencing score, then check out the show notes for the link in the bio. If you have enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. If you know people in your sales and leadership network that you think would like to listen to, then please share this episode with them. I'd be very grateful. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please feel free to do so. If you have suggestions for further guests, or if you'd like to appear yourself, please contact me or my team. You can connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. My social profiles are in the show notes, and I look forward to being with you on the next episode. Thanks again for listening. See you soon.